Welcome to Chapter One with Houston Public Library, where we give you just enough story to get you hooked. This episode features The May Queen Murders by Sarah Jude, read by Megan. This title is intended for teens, however, it may contain language or themes that some readers may find offensive. Recorded with permission of Houghton Mifflin Harcourt. Kerosene slopped from the rusty pail and splashed against the abandoned stable. Fumes burned my eyes, but didn't blur my father's silhouette as he faced the building, bucket in hand. It would burn, and with it, the body inside. Go to hell. Papa's shoulders twisted as he wheeled back, shouting, sweeping the pail around. More kerosene rained against the wood, while bile scorched my throat. I was too tired to get sick on the hay. My body wasted from screaming. I wiped my hand over my mouth and something snagged my lip. My fingernail was missing, a ragged root jutting from the bloody bed, bitten off and swallowed by someone who wanted me dead. This ain't real. Yet I smelled the kerosene and felt the spring air and the dust in my nose, my feet firm on the ground. No matter how my mind ached to fly away, it tethered to a stark truth. This was real. Ivy, stay back, Papa warned, and then looked to Mama, close by with an antique lantern shedding dim light. The night sky swelled with clouds like spiders' egg sacs ready to burst, but the storm would miss Rowan's glen. The hay, the ground, the stable were kindling dry, and every movement kicked up brown clouds. Mama pulled me until we were safely away. The clink of her silver bracelets racked together as she eased an arm around my shoulder. Don't worry. Mama's still thick Mexican accent lilted her voice but her expression was stoic except for a pinch around her eyes. The blankness scared me. This must be done, she whispered. I waded my fingers into my long skirt. The blue patchwork was smeared with blood and dirt. Last summer, my cousin Heather and I sewed peasant skirts together. They flared when I spun, round and round, always with Heather. The last time I saw Heather, she was wearing a skirt with red ruffles. Papa trailed kerosene on the ground and retreated from the stable before tossing the pail inside. I couldn't see into the shadows. The body lying on the stone floor might yet have a pulse. A shiver tugged at my neck, my chest rising and falling with shallow breaths. One clear thought pierced my mind's metal, and it sickened me. I wanted that body to burn. Timothy, Mama fished a book of matches from a pocket in her apron and gave them to Papa. He took the matches and stretched one hand to hold mine. He was strong. My throat ached when I swallowed from being choked in an attempt to silence me. Now I said nothing as Papa struck the match. The fire didn't whoosh to life. First, The match hit the ground and breathed. Then a blue worm of flames emerged from the earth and devoured one blot of fuel before moving to the next. 
Upon reaching the stable, the worm bloated into a dragon that blazed yellow and orange. The wood planks hammered by my great-grandfather when he was young crackled, bone dry from drought. Fire twisted through the stable while coils of smoke erupted from the windows. The pulse of the body inside thump-thumped in my head. Frantic. Dying. Mama, I whimpered. It's only fair, she said. Papa didn't speak. Rage had made him do the unspeakable. For me, even though I'd survived. But also for those who hadn't. Fire was cleansing. Fire was vengeance. The flames burned red, as red as the ruffles of Heather's skirt, as red as Heather's hair. Wondering what happens next? Check out The May Queen Murders by Sarah Jude, available in multiple formats at www.houstonlibrary.org.